Amen. I did forget to make an announcement, and I apologize if you're getting out your outline. Uh, tonight we start the, uh, the study and series on the bait of Satan. So I encourage you to come tonight at 6, 6 p.m. as we're going to talk about it. Um, man, I've had a good week. I've had a good week. I, I, reminded, I was reminded of a story that Scott Holder told me that uh, I won't go into complete details, but there was a man that was kind of out of, out of control. I, I believe it was at a wedding, and, and he was uh, really out of control, and he was getting kind of frightful to a lot of people. And the man was threatening and uh, aggressive, and, and, and all Scott could think about was real quick, Jesus. He just said, Jesus. And the man said, quit saying that. He said, Jesus, stop it. He said, Jesus, and the guy took off, took off running. There's power, power in that name. And I was in my, I, some of you guys read about it, but I was in my class uh, Thursday morning that I, I go for an hour a week and read to grow. And uh, a little boy named Gabe said, a lot of them have found out that I'm a pastor now. And, and he said, Pastor Jim, uh, give me one word from your sermon last week. Give me one word. My, my thoughts were, I didn't really preach last week. <laughs> then he said, just give me one word, Pastor Jim. I said, Jesus. He said, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Amen. Jesus is more than enough. He's more than enough. That one word. He guys, um, last two weeks ago, we, we started talking about the that timing is everything, and, and uh, we read from Ecclesiastes 8.6, there's a right time and a right way to do everything, but we know so little. And we talked about uh, uh, when do we move fast. And, and just to go over these real quick, I said the first thing we move fast when God tells me to do something, we move fast. We move fast when I need to ask or offer forgiveness. We said when I feel tempted, we need to move fast. When I've made a promise to God, we need to move fast. When I have an opportunity to do good, we need to move fast. Six, when God offers me salvation, we need to move fast. Speaking of that, didn't Dee do a good job last week? One of the best sermons I've ever heard. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Now, we talked about moving fast, but I want you to know, there's sort of a, a rhythm to life. And, and what I mean by that is sometimes you need to move fast, but sometimes you need to move slow. So that's what we're going to talk about this week, is when uh, should I move slowly this year. And this is a skill that you and I uh, need to learn. And I want to give you a few tips that I've learned over the years and even studying for this. You, you know, and, 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 and we want to see that there's sometimes that we just need to move slowly in the year 2020. If you got out your outlines, go ahead and fill in this first blank. We need to move slowly when I don't have all the facts. We need to move slowly when we don't have all the facts. And, and, and I was telling David and Sue this morning that as I was looking over this again for the second time, because I already had it written out, and, and so I was looking over it again, it just seems like today's culture, that impulsiveness is cool. That just to, to act on impulse, it's the, it's the great thing to do. And, and, and we kind of worship spontaneity. 
we think if you don't think about it, that it's authentic. That if you plan it, it's not authentic. That's what this, this culture thinks. And, and that's just not true. Well, if it's not true, it's a lie. It, it's a lie. Uh, you, you know, our culture thinks that, that doing it on the, on the spur of the moment is cool. So as much as you like that last sermon about acting quickly and fast, this may not be your favorite. You may not tell me this time how, how good it was. But because you hear it a lot of times uh, to go with your gut, right? I see some of your replies on Facebook. Go with your gut. Well, lots of times that's a terrible, terrible reason is to go with your gut because your gut is often wrong. Amen? It's wrong a lot of times. You know, and all the movies today and, and the books, you know, it's the number one reply to every problem on Facebook that somebody replies just follow your heart. <laughs> like that is the most important truth in life. Follow your heart. Let me tell you what that is. I just want to write beside it. I wish they had an emoji that said, dumb. <laughs> dumb. Oh, I'm getting there. The truth is that the heart lies to you all the time. Don't look inside at your heart. Because David, Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? Next time somebody writes, follow your heart, put Jeremiah 17, 9 beside it. Man, don't look at your heart because you lie to yourself all the time. You tell yourself things are better than they really are. Or you even tell yourself that they're not as good that they really are. Than you think they are. Do not follow your heart. What you and I need to do in 2020 is not to follow our heart, but an objective source of truth beyond ourselves. Amen? An objective source of truth that you and I can rely on more than our feelings because feelings often lead us in the wrong direction. I heard a statement uh, this week, something about when we first got started, we'd heard a statement about you guys don't gonna do well because you don't know all the rules. Here's the rule. There are rules. These are the rules. Follow an objective source. Proverbs 19.2 says, Enthusiasm without knowledge is no good. Haste makes mistakes. We get all excited. But we don't have the facts yet, and that's not good. That's not good. You know, we just want to make a decision. We don't care if it's wrong or right. Just make one. 
just make a spontaneous decision. Be careful of following your heart. Enthusiasm, the word says, the objective truth says, enthusiasm without facts is not good. Slow down when you don't have all the facts. Just slow down. I knew y'all wasn't going to like this one. Proverbs 18, 13 says, to decide before knowing the facts is what? And stupid. It's shameful and stupid. Let me say that again. It's shameful and stupid to decide without knowing all the facts. You want to get the facts on all major decisions before you do them. Amen? You want to get the facts. Don't just rely on your impulsive feelings. My gut is telling me this. Get the facts. Don't follow your heart. Now this year, number two. I should move slowly when I'm hurt, angry, or depressed. Let's put that in there. I should move slowly when I'm hurt, angry, or depressed. Never make a major decision when you're hurt, you're angry, or depressed. Put them on hold. Put them on hold. I mean, how many of you have made a bad decision when you're upset? It's 100%. I don't care if you raise your hand or not. It's, it's 100%. We regret, we retaliate, and we respond. We can't. When you're angry, I forget how many IQ points you lose, but it's more than half. When we're upset, we don't make the right decision. Slow down when you're hurt. Slow down when you're angry. Slow down when you're depressed. James 1.19 says, Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Quick, slow, slow. That's how I remember it. Quick, slow, slow. And if you do the first two, the third's automatic. Get that? It's automatic. But most of the time, we're slow to listen. We're quick to speak. And we're quick to get angry. You know what the result is? Broken relationships. Conflict in our friendships. In our marriages. When we're quick to speak. You ever said something you really didn't mean to say? You really didn't because you were goofy. You were angry. And you didn't think about it. Here's another verse, Proverbs 14, 29. People with understanding control their anger. A hot temper shows great foolishness. Man, have I shown some foolishness. I have. I've shown some foolishness. Proverbs 15, 28. The godly think before speaking. I tell my kids now, I said, sometimes the best thing you can say is nothing. 
is nothing. Nothing. The godly think before for speaking. Put your mind in gear before your mouth. Especially on social media. Don't get hooked by some angry, argumentative troll. Amen? Most times they're angry and they're hurt and they're depressed and, and unhappy. You spend time looking at their stuff and you're going to be just like them. You know, don't get hooked in, in with them. Like I've told y'all before, my dad used to say, son, you can water with a hog, but both of you are going to get muddy and but one of you going to like it. <laughs> if you're constantly checking your social media, looking at this stuff, you're going to be become just like them. You're just going to be mad all the time. And every one of us has got friends electronic friends that are like that. You know what I do? Hide them. You know where it says, you can still be friends, you just won't follow them. Hey man, I got a bunch of them. <laughs> Proverbs 15, 18. Losing your temper causes a lot of trouble, but staying calm settles arguments. Stay calm. I should move slowly. Number three, I should move slowly when I'm making a major decision. When I'm making a major decision. This is on the back side of your outline. 2020, move slowly on these major decisions. Some of you are going to make some. Just about everybody will make a major decision. But, but some of you are in a hurry right now about to make a major decision and you're heading into a brick wall. You're going to crash. You're getting in a hurry to, to get married. Some of you get in a hurry to get into a relationship. Slow down. Just slow down. Guys, when, when you're dating folks, they're on their best behavior. I'm serious. They, they, no. You got to go through the tough stuff with them before you make a major decision. You need to see them in their worst times. During dating time, a, a, a man will talk to a woman for three hours on the phone. Y'all ever notice that? That ain't real. That ain't real. He's a man on a mission. He'll even go to the opera. Know what dating is. Don't trust the dating time. Choose to go slow. Proverbs 21, 29 says, Wicked people bluff their way. But God's people think before they take a step. I'm just trying to give you some wisdom today. Here's a question I want you to decide this week. What major decision are you facing right now that you just need to slow down on? What major decision that are you facing right now in 2020 that you just need to slow down on? Don't rush it. Put the brakes on it. 
Put the brakes on it. Proverbs 4.26 says, Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Ponder. You know what ponder is? Just carefully consider. Carefully consider the directions of your life. Think about it. Ponder. You can't ponder fast. Careers, ministry, relationships, financial purchases. You can't ponder fast. Tim pulled up in that Ford he bought. I said, that boy didn't ponder. If he'd have pondered, he'd bought a Chevrolet. Amen? No ponder. Proverbs 22.3. Hang around with me. You get made fun of. A prudent person. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. Do you know what area that this happens most often? In your spending. In your spending. That's why you're in debt. Impulse buying. Slow down. Slow down. Stay off Amazon. Amen. Proverbs 21.5 says, Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Work hard. You see a successful man or woman, there's hard work behind it. Hard work. Hard work. Plan carefully. You know what plan carefully? You know how it's spelled? B-U-D-G-E-T. We're talking about spending here. That's spelled, just for everyone of you that didn't realize that, that's spelled budget. Amen? <laughs> budget. Budget. Plan your spending. Plan your spending. A lot of people don't want to talk about that. Plan your spending. Learn to be content. If you don't, you're never going to have enough and you're always going to be in debt. Always. Question, what do I need to do today in order to get where I want to be tomorrow? You said, Jim, you done gone to mud, med, meddling now. I want you to be free. I want you to be, be free. At the beginning of the year, where do you want to be at the end of 2020? Where do you want to be? Look at your expenditures. Where do you want to be? Look at your debt. Where do you want to be at the, at the end of this year? It takes planning. It takes slow thinking. Now, next, number one, last one. I should move slowly when I'm waiting for a seed that I've planted to grow. When I've waited, when I'm waiting for a seed that I've planted to grow. My folks taught me early on, I didn't know it was from the Bible, but to reap, you're going to reap what you sow. You're going to reap what you sow. If you plant joy, you're going to get great joy. If you plant peace, you're going to get peace. If you plant gossip, you're going to get great gossip. And more than likely, it's going to be about you.
if you plant gossip. Whatever you plant is what you're going to, to reap. Parents, if you plant anger in your kids, expect to reap anger. If you, if you plant jealousy in your kids, expect to reap jealousy. Here's one thing I want to tell you about plant, planting. And this is one thing that this, this upcoming generation has a, has a problem with. In planting, you've got to expect a delay. I'm waiting. You've got to wait. There's a waiting period but, but between planting and harvesting. You can't put a seed, in an apple seed in the ground when you come into church and expect uh, uh, apples on the way out. There, there's a time of waiting before you harvest. There's always a delay. Ecclesiastes uh, 3, 1 through 5 says, There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to plant and a time to harvest. A time to scatter and a time to gather. Everything in life starts as a seed. Starts as an idea, a, a, a dream. It's a seed. And your life should start this way. It should start this way. Because here's what I want to tell you. Unless the, the seed is planted, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. You know, once you plant it, you don't get to harvest immediately. You always reap, according to Scripture, in different seasons than you sow. You get that? In different seasons. Whether it's generosity, whether it's kindness. I hear lots of people tell me all the time, well, I was nice to them and I did them right. And, and it didn't come. It'll come. It'll come. Ecclesiastes 11.6 says, Keep on sowing your seed, for you never know which ones will grow. Perhaps they all will. Let me get a drink of water. I got something hung in my throat. Probably a cat hair or something one of y'all brung in. <laughs> Keep on sowing your seed. Why I don't like cats. Hair just floats around everywhere. For you never know which one will grow. Perhaps they all will. This year, you got to decide what kinds of seed that you're going to plant. Seeds of generosity. Seeds of patience. Seeds of kindness. Financial seeds. Here's what I do know, too, around, around this law of reaping and so on. You always get back more than you planted. One kernel of corn just don't grow a stalk and one ear of corn's on there, does it? There's several ears. You sow a seed of love, you're going to get multiple love. You sow a seed of kindness, you're going to get multiple kindness. You sow a seed of gossip, you're going to get multiple gossip. You sow a seed of anger, you're going to get multiple anger. You sow a seed of jealousy, you're going to get multiple return on the jealousy. Habakkuk, I love to say Habakkuk. Two, three, 
At the time I have decided my words will come true. You can trust what I say about the future. It may take a long time, but keep on waiting. It will happen. Trust God's timing. The next, the next verse is what I want us to pray for, for 2020. First Kings 8, I put it in a message paraphrase. May he keep us centered and devoted to him, following the life path he has cleared, watching the signpost, walking at the pace and rhythms he laid down for our ancestors. Guys, I pray that we walk at the pace and rhythm that he has laid down uh, for our ancestors. Whether it's fast or whether it's slow. Walk at his pace. And I want to end with this. And we're ending. 2 Corinthians 6, 2. Sometimes you got to move fast. As God's fellow workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. Then it starts here. For he says, in the time of my favor, I heard you. And in the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. I urge you to start the new year with a new life. Start it with, I want to say his name, Jesus. Y'all supposed to say that's what I'm talking about. Let's pray. My Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Where there is truth, where it's an objective source. If we don't follow our heart, we don't follow the rules. The rules are in the word. Not man-made, but you're made. I pray that we all make changes in our life this year. That we know when to move fast, we know when to move slow. And that you would be glorified. And that we would all begin to lead this far better life that you've described in your word. I pray this thing in Christ's name. Amen. God also said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel. Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my eternal name, my name to remember for all generations. The Spirit of Jesus living within us, never to fail or say, unending promise, heaven inside us. Whispers the sound of your
filled with your wonder here i surrender held in your mystery calling me
tell you something about that. 